first, right out of the gate, I think we all have fans and air conditioners going right now. Uh, so if there's a slight buzz, hum uh, to this episode, we apologize. It's it's hot, you guys. It's it's just hot. Yeah, right. It's just, it's just hot. Um, I'm but I hope, out today. Yeah, I don't have enough hair to frizz, <laughs> but if I did, I'm sure it would be. Um, but Are I you always everyone... from here <laughs> because of the heat, maybe. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe maybe it's too hot and that's why everybody's joining us today. Um, but I hope everyone can hear us and see us okay. My second side note is I've been having some weird power issues at the house today. Yeah. Flickering lights, my power went out earlier. I don't know why or what's happening, but if I just vanish, that's why. <laughs> uh, just, the power just went out and uh, Alex and Kristen will continue the show without me, but hopefully hopefully my power stays on, fingers crossed. But welcome everyone to the CASA Advocacy Update live podcast. Thank you all for joining us today on this beautiful Saturday. Uh, Kristen, how are you doing today? Well, you, we already said it, I'm just so hot. Record <laughs> heat, record heat here and so it's like 95 degrees my husband went out and bought one of these uh rolling air conditioners that you just kind of pipe to the wall um rather than a big old honking one you put in a window so we're hoping that this year we don't have central air so um i honestly wasn't sure when i logged on today if you were going to be in the room <laughs> logan because of your power issues i was like ah, he's here good <laughs> so it's good to see you I think the power companies are just messing around today. That's what I think. I think somebody's up on a on a pole somewhere, just like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what happens if I do this and unplug this. That's what I think is happening today. What this button do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so besides being hot, I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that you're doing well. Alex, how are you doing today? Waiting for the heat. It's kind of already here. It's humid, and I, I don't know if we're in the 90s yet. Probably in the high 80s, but but humid. So. Uh, yeah. same, same song and dance. It's it, it's officially summer when I have to put the air conditioners in the windows. So yeah, we had like a warm spell like three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. That's when the AC went in, and then after that, it cooled down and it rained. And there were a few days where it was like forty, and I was like, really? <laughs> like we usually whatever. don't have to put the air in our windows until August, so this is really weird. Oh, that's nice. I'm a little jealous of that, but other than that, I'm glad that you are, uh, I'm glad that you're doing well uh, and surviving the heat. I guess now that we've gotten all the, the preliminary things out of the way here, this is, uh, this is the portion of the show where we kind of just hand the floor to Alex and he, he gives us our legislative rundown for the week, what's new, what's happening, what we need to be paying attention to, any updates you guys know how we do it here. So, Alex, the floor is yours. What do you have for us? Cool. Well, uh, we'll 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 start, of course, by uh, navigating to, through our our special clicky state map here, and um, just love a good to, clicky map. Good clicky map. Uh, remind folks that uh, Kansas City, Missouri, uh, had a work session for the flavor ban on, uh, what was it, Wednesday? And uh, I, I don't have details as to any, you know, 
thing that was decided or any conclusions as a result of that. Usually it's it's just sort of meeting with stakeholders and, and that's kind of the deal. Um, but this will move on to uh, a uh, hearing. Don't, I don't believe that, I don't know that this is a public hearing, but it's coming to a committee meeting in the Finance, Government and Public Safety Committee, committee on June 9th. So what's today, the fifth, so four days from now, um, was that Wednesday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday sounds about right. Um, and, uh, so yeah, if you're in St. Louis, Missouri, um, I'm sorry, if you're in Kansas city, Missouri, if you're in Kansas city, Missouri, uh, make sure to reach out to your local officials and let them know that this is a bad idea to ban flavors. A lot of testimony was already given. And so this is why the bill was pulled back and now it's gone through a work session and we'll be coming back to the committee. Um, hopefully they have found some sort of workable compromise that does, doesn't take these products away from adults who enjoy them and are using them to quit smoking. Um, following in that theme, go back to our blog here for the visual aid and um, bring up the, we won't get to New York yet. Um, we had the article about San Jose. Uh, here we go, San Jose, California. Um, so this is a, a proposed flavor ban, but um, there are moving pieces here. Um, I, I don't expect to put out an engagement about this. It sounds like there's been a, a lot of negotiating going on, and um, this will probably be something that um, allows for products that have gone through PMTA. Uh, it, I, I am not clear on the language, and I haven't seen the amended language to this. There's, there's sort of a, a red line version of the, the ordinance on the website um, that, uh, let's see if I, I didn't bring it up. Um, but, uh, it, uh, so yeah, the, the exception here or exemptions will be for products that go through PMTA. And the question is, will it, will it defer completely to FDA where they have, you get that one year extension as long as your application has been accepted for substantive review. Um, these types of policies are likely to be what we see going forward. Um, in New York State, of course, oddly was the first place to enact this law. Um, it wasn't, it's not good enough. Uh, it does not allow for that, that provisional um, uh, approval that you get from FDA when your application is accepted. Um, but it still does allow for flavors if they get through the PMTA process, which um, it, if, if anybody was able to catch the cigarette summit uh, or some of the recordings afterwards, uh, Matt Holman from from FDA uh, and, you know, other statements we've seen from FDA makes it sound like they actually do kind of want to approve flavors other than tobacco and menthol. Um, so I, I, that's not that's not a guarantee that they're going to do it. It just sounds like they are actually listening to the science. So um, anyway, uh, that's kind of the update from San Jose. Uh, and then we we also uh, shown a light on the this as you mentioned in the pre-show, Kristen. This has been sort of the the week or two of uh, nicotine pouches and snooze. Um, first of all, and one of the things that I mentioned on on uh, Grim Green show uh, on Tuesday was uh, a, a new article that came out last month, I guess about mid-May, um, that 
they, they using snooze has resulted in smoking prevalence dropping below five percent in Sweden, which is yeah. the first country to do it. That that is sort of the goal, and I, it's I, it's not on there anymore, or I just haven't found it yet. But when you go to the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids website, there used to be something in f- very fine print at the bottom, kind of explaining what they mean by a tobacco-free future. Tobacco-free future is as misleading as you think it is. It actually means smoking prevalence below 5%. It doesn't mean that all tobacco use is eradicated. So congratulations to Sweden, uh, who as a country, they have enacted a lot of the coercive policies that we know are kind of effective to a point. Um, But snus has really driven the declines in smoking since the 60s. Uh, and and now, of course, as we said, smoking prevalence is below five percent, even in a you know a pandemic year, which is amazing. So, congratulations to them. But uh, the next kind of target for the antis looks to be nicotine pouches, uh, and Jeff Steyer uh, has a, a good article in in Low Hud, uh, which is short for Lower Hudson, I assume, um, and. Uh, I, I think this is a really excellent exercise. The, the premise here is that he was some time ago approached by um, some, a, a law professor uh, and, and kind of looking at, at making a, a good policy. Um, and it, it, of course, has to be uh, not intrusive. It has to be timely. It has to be based on science. Um, and of course, his example here is that banning flavored nicotine pouches is the exact opposite of appropriate policy. It's not really based on any science. It's not timely. Banning these products is a really bad idea because uh, I, I personally think that the, the, the nicotine pouches are going to appeal to a lot more people who smoke who want to try to move away from tobacco entirely. I don't, I'm not a big fan of propagating this myth that tobacco is evil and uh, it's, it's just universally going to ruin your health. Uh, we know, of course, Sweden, once again, uh, is, is the source of, of decades of epidemiology showing no real increased risk of oral cancer, no real re- increased risk of head and neck cancers. Um, Brad Radu has been talking about this. So again, we, this is this is the Kassad Jam is all about the, the continuum of risk uh, among tobacco products. Um, but uh, there, are, there are just always going to be people out there that have... Uh, you know, completely succumb to the misinformation and believe that anything with tobacco leaf is unreasonably risky. And so nicotine pouches will be appealing to them, are appealing to those people. Um, And really importantly, uh, consistent with FDA uh, guidance about what should be on the package of nicotine replacement therapy, I think it's really important that people just start trying these products. If you smoke, try nicotine pouches and start trying to replace your cigarettes and try, you know, or even better. I mean, the, the most sort of intuitive way that people come to these products, I think, is I can't smoke in my home. I can't smoke at work. I can't smoke on the train. So I'll try a smoke-free nicotine product that is probably hopefully going to be a little bit better than the nicotine gum. Uh, and and so that's a, that is a good way, I think, for people to be introduced to these products. When you talk to the anti tobacco campaigners, they say, oh, well, you're just consuming more nicotine. But in, in reality, it is this intro, it's very practical introduction to these products for people. And it may, it's just as likely to inspire them to start replacing cigarettes with a smoke-free product as it is to inspire them to not change at all. So 
I, I think it's worth the. I think it's worth taking that chance and and bringing more people over to the smoke-free side of, of nicotine and tobacco. Um, so uh, this, of course, it, now the reason I'm talking about this is because it's a legislative issue. Um, this is a bill introduced by everybody's favorite assembly member in New York, Linda Rosenthal. Um, and uh, Linda, Linda, Assemblywoman Rosenthal um, introduces a whole, I think she's like four to 500 bills every year is kind of average for her. Uh, and she is really, really anti-tobacco. So uh, of course this was a natural thing for her. This was this this bill was actually introduced last session kind of late. That's why it was uh, A10,732. This year she got a little earlier jump on it and it is now A679. Um, if you live in New York, like Logan and I, uh, the New York Senate site actually is a lot more interactive and user-friendly than the assembly site. And you can lodge your support or opposition for any particular bill over here. You set up an account, it's a free account. Um, and of course you can sign up for tracking on this. And there's a bit of, usually there's a bit of a discussion in here. Um, yeah, here we go. So you can post just like, uh, you know, discuss or it might actually be run by discuss. Um, uh, you can you can have a conversation about the bill on the bill on the, the, the site uh, and, and I assume that lawmakers read these um, we've certainly used this as a fallback in the past when um, sending emails to lawmakers is, is difficult uh, but this is another way for, for people living in New York to um, you know, interact with the legislature um, so take advantage of the Senate's website um, I do want to add really quick just about that website not only can you vote yes or no right there on the site, you can leave your comments and all that, but that the New York State site also has a really great way to track uh, legislation as well. You can actually like sign up for emails for keywords and things like that right through the New York site there. Like I have, uh, I get emails for uh, anything that mentions tobacco, nicotine, e-cigarettes, vaping, all that stuff right through that website. So if you're like, oh, you know, I, I want to stay up to date with this stuff besides just Casa, which you should already be a part of. Um, that's another another nice thing about that site. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, it, New York and a few other states uh, have these kind of chat features underneath legislation, which is good. And um, I always encourage people to take advantage of that. I think this has been an excellent discussion uh, today, and a lot of great. Uh, comments and questions from chat. Thank you to everybody who's uh, been commenting and, and asking questions along the way. Uh, we may not always have the answers, but I think uh, the three of us are, are fairly well informed here. Um, so we definitely appreciate your questions and we always try to answer them the best that we can. But do we do we have anything else today uh, that we wanted to, to go over before we wrap this show up? Nothing that no. I could keep short. I'd love to talk about some of it next week. There was some stuff, you know, that the whole thing about the uh, brain brain damage thing. And yeah, the, uh, we'll sideline it. We'll put it over on the sidebar, and next week we can we can bring it right back in. That's good because I wanted to find some more. I wanted to find out. I want to do a deep dive and find out where that claim came from. Because from my understanding, it's just some rat studies, and uh, yeah, I'd like to see what really supports that argument and um 
and I don't think it's anything, but uh, yeah. it's, it's used everywhere, but it causes brain damage and, and it's just such baloney because that would mean that, you know, half of the baby boomer generation is brain damaged because weren't that 50% smoking rate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's just ridiculous. Well, really I can ridiculous. tell you for, I can tell you firsthand, I am very excited for your deep dive and excited <laughs> to, uh, to go over more about brain damage next week. Um, but I think this is where we're going to wrap it up. Everybody. Thank you uh, for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in and commenting, being part of our, our show today. We appreciate you. Uh, Alex, Kristen, any final thoughts for anybody? Alex, you got any final thoughts? Stay cool this weekend, everybody. <laughs> yeah, stay cool. It's a hot one. Kristen, any final thoughts for everybody out there? Um, just don't give up the fight. We're still out here fighting for you, and we still need you. You're The more of us there are, the stronger our voice, and go out and try to recruit people, get them in here, and it, it, it's not over. It, vaping's not going anywhere. People, I keep saying this, seeing people saying vaping is, is over. That Pandora's box is open. You can't uninvent the vapor products. They're still going to be out there no matter what. And it's, so we kind of, we did, I saw somebody say we lost the war. And I, and I thought, no, we won the war. Yeah. So keep yeah. up the fight. Don't give up. Absolutely. And make sure if you haven't already, please head over to Kassad.org and become a member. It is free. You can get all of the, uh, the awesome emails and things that we put out. And please, if you have not yet submitted your personal testimony to CASA, please do. The more, the better. Uh, I know that we have thousands of them already. Thousands is not enough. We definitely need more. So please share your story. Share your story with CASA. Um, for podcast listeners out there, I know podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in first and foremost. Uh, but if you'd like to catch the rest of this episode, because our podcast, what you heard was just basically legislative rundown. And then this spiel right here, all the goody good conversation that happened today is going to be available for you on Facebook and on YouTube. And the links will be available in the SoundCloud description below. So go check them out. Um, and I think... I think that's going to do it. I think that's where we're going to wrap this up this week. So one last time, thank you to everybody out there. I hope, like Alex said, I hope that you have a cool weekend. I hope everybody has a safe weekend. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Same time. Oh, that's that's the thing I forgot. Same time, same place. 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. Pacific, everywhere else around the world. You got to figure it out. Google through it for yourself because I can't help you. I'm bad at time zones. <laughs> That's where we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye.